Former President Theodore Roosevelt once said, Comparison is the thief of joy. Jack Enfield says, Comparison is the fast track to misery. I want you to take a minute and think about this. Have you ever compared yourself to someone else and came out exactly even? I doubt it. It never or rarely happens. Welcome to the seventh podcast of Joy Coaching to Success. My name is Joseph Rommelaar and I'm the founder of Joy Coaching to Success. Besides being a sports marketeer and having my own sports marketing agency, I love to motivate and coach students and youngsters to find their passions, purpose and talents and become the director of their own lives or life movie. Today I'd like to talk to you about who are you? But before we get there, I want to talk about comparison and how to stop comparing yourself to others. Because this will lead to feeling great about yourself and what you do have in your life instead of what others have and you don't. First of all, you are not alone in this. When was the last time you compared yourself to somebody else? Probably yesterday or even today. When you were riding the bus and you saw somebody came in? When you scrolled through your Instagram feed, you most likely compared yourself to the people you saw there? And this can happen in a microsecond. Sometimes you do not even know you do this because your brain is so quick. And most of the time we compare ourselves to someone that we think is better or smarter or thinner, uh, taller, shorter, maybe more attractive or better dressed, more popular, more famous, wealthier or even more successful. And that leaves you feeling less than. And if you think you are somehow less than them in some way, You then convince yourself that they wouldn't want to talk to you, be your friend or grow out with you. On the other hand, if you compare yourself to someone and you think you're better than them, then you think you shouldn't waste your time with them. And all this behavior leads most of the time into separation. You don't reach out to connect or interact with them for fear of being rejected or for fear of wasting your time. This one reason why there are so many lonely, unfulfilled and unsuccessful people in the world right now. As I said before, social media and a world where everybody is connected to everyone else in the world plays a huge role in the comparison game. Every time you log on to your Instagram or your Snapchat, you see posts from people gushing about how great their lives are. People looking great, attending the best parties, enjoying the most amazing food. You hardly see parties with no shows, bad food and cheap hotels. Everybody looks successful, happy, healthy and life is one big party. Well, I don't know about you, but my life is fun, but I have to work really hard and most of my time I'm behind my laptop in my PJs. Without any makeup, not enough money to order dinner every night. And some Fridays I'm curled up on the couch with my boyfriend and not invited to the best and most famous parties. My teenagers are amazing, but definitely not perfect. And when I go to a nightclub, I'm standing in a normal guest line instead of the VIP lane. My body is healthy, but it also has marks and wrinkles, and my posture is definitely not a size 6. Did you know that spending time on social media increases depression and envy, and decreases well-being? Comparison never improves the quality of your life. You always compare yourself to people you think are better than you. How many times have you compared yourself to somebody that is in your head not better than you? Not many times, I think. 
it's all natural to compare yourself with someone you think is better than you. And by doing that, you always come up short. It just fills you with negative feelings and steals time and energy from you that you could have devoted to something far more useful and productive. So that leaves the question, what to do when this happens? Well, let's start with what do you want in life? Continuing to think negative comparison thoughts is harmful to your mental, physical and spiritual health. It all starts with noticing that you are doing it and notice what your feelings are while doing it. So for example, you are scrolling through your timeline on Instagram and you are comparing yourself with that friend or the famous movie star. Please log off. When you are with your friends or colleagues, stop gossiping. That is what I also talked about in one of my other podcasts. Do not surround yourself with negative people and people who are gossiping. It sucks energy and in the end I can tell you it does not give you a positive feeling at all. Next to that, what is on social media is most of the time not the whole story. The picture of that girl with 200,000 followers might look cool, but you do not know what is going on in the rest of her life. Maybe she had an abusive youth, or she has a a boyfriend who's cheating on her, or maybe she just flunked her exams. Have you ever seen somebody in a fight with their boyfriend on Instagram? Well, not me. And I know deep down that you know, but life is not perfect. Everybody has their challenges, and I mean everybody. The Queen, Obama, Jay-Z, Beyonce, girlfriends, boyfriends, parents, everybody has their challenges. A lot of famous and successful singers, athletes, actors struggle with alcohol or sex addiction. They've been going through multiple divorces. And yesterday I read in the papers an article about some well-known soccer players who are facing orange jail because of all kinds of different accusations. Alcohol, sexual harassment, you name it. And that is not what you see on their Instagram page. Do you see on Instagram or TV documentaries what it does to their families? Their grief? All that kind of stuff? Well, I haven't seen it, so if you know... If you have seen some posts about it, please let me know. I once spent a day with a famous golf player who I met on tour. Me and my friend met him in his hotel and we had to have dinner and lunch in his hotel room. That was all because of all the fans and media attention. He did not want to leave his room. He felt caged and lonely despite the millions on his bank account, the million followers. And that is not what he shows on his Instagram page. On his Instagram page, life is one big party. And I can tell you that many of them are not happier than you are. And many are less happy. So please, when this happens, swap to something positive. When we go back to that Instagram example, and you notice that you are in a comparison mode, please turn off Instagram and start doing something different. Replace it with something positive. And it's really important that you swap to something else. Before I go to bed, I always write three things down for which I'm grateful for. So now I have a whole list of things I'm grateful for in my life. 
And when I'm feeling negative about myself, when I compare myself to others, I take out my gratitude journal and I scroll through it. This always gives me a warm feeling inside and most of the time a smile on my face while reading it. So let's start tonight with a gratitude journal. I can tell you this shit works. Next to that is there will always be someone who is more successful, more attractive, has more friends than you. And that's not only on social media, but also in real life where you interact with them. It can be colleagues, family members, friends. But who cares that they are more successful? Stop wasting your time and energy on them. Use this time to start thinking about who you are, what you want in life and set up your own goals. Focus on you. And what you focus on grows. So if you focus on negative things, negativity will grow. If you focus on positive things and things you want to accomplish, those things will grow. You will make them happen. So start focusing on your own standards, your values, your meaning and purpose, how you want to feel and what you already have accomplished. What makes you happy? Start with who you are. So let's find out who you are. I have a fun exercise you can do with yourself or with somebody else. It's the who are you exercise and it works like this. Um, one is person A and one is person B. Person A starts as the interviewer and the only thing person A has to do is to, for one minute, ask person B, who are you? And if you're doing this exercise by yourself, you can ask yourself repeatedly, who am I? When I do this exercise, I always record it so I can listen back to it later and I can write it down or I can take notes or uh, it's just fun to, to listen back. And there's one important thing, person A cannot react to your answers while doing this. It can react later to your answers, like, oh, I feel you on this and I have that too, etc. All those things. Wait until the exercise is over. The only thing person A needs to do for one minute is to ask repeatedly, who are you? And person B answers every time with, I am. So let's give this a try with me. Who are you? I'm Joyce. Who are you? I'm a mom of two beautiful daughters. Who are you? I'm the girlfriend of Peter. Who are you? I'm a sister. Who are you? I'm a daughter. Who are you? I'm the best friend of Emily. Who are you? I'm a sports marketeer. Who are you? I'm a life coach. Who are you? I'm a sports fanatic. Who are you? I'm highly interested in spirituality. Who are you? Uh, I'm a person who loves to draw. Who are you? Um, I'm a person who loves to watch the ocean. Who are you? I am a person who loves to make dinner for friends and family, for large groups sitting at my table. In the kitchen. Who are you? I'm 24-7 available for my kids and loved ones. Who are you? I'm a person who loves to live in a foreign country. Uh, who are you? I'm a person who loves to travel. Who are you? I'm a person who loves to implement new ideas. 
Who are you? I'm a person who loves to try new things. Who are you? I'm curious. Who are you? I'm a person who loves to inspire people. And this can go on for a long time. You can do this for a minute or maybe two minutes. And as you can see, you start with common things. Uh, sister, daughter, boyfriend, friend. But after a while, you dive deeper into who you are. You are more than just a friend or a roommate. And in the second half of the exercise, you get to know yourself so much better. You get more insights on your talents, what you like to do, you love to do, or what you dream of. And sometimes I feel the excitement in my body when I do this. I have those butterflies in my stomach. And the thought, oh yes, that's me also. And this can be very helpful towards finding your passion and purpose. And when you feel down or in a comparison mode, scroll through this list and enjoy who you are. It's fun. Next to this, you're not the little voices in your head who might be telling you that you're not good enough or you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough. What you listen to, and it can be in your head, and who you're listening to is what you become. So get your mind right. And you can start with listening to practical, optimistic, solution-oriented or accountable content that makes you feel in control. Life is how you see it and how you live it. And it starts with how you hear it. And it starts with the little voices in your head. What do you tell yourself? But I'll leave that to another episode because there's so much to tell about those little voices in your head. So my last question to you today is, who are you? What is important for you? What is your inner compass telling you? Wake up and pay attention. And you know that you find you when every cell in your body vibrates your instincts. That is where the true wisdom unfolds. So thank you for listening. And if you are interested in finding your passions, your strengths, your talents and gain more confidence, sign up for the training, make your own future. This three weeks course takes place on Instagram. And please share this podcast if you think this can be helpful to others. And if you have any questions or topic ideas for this podcast, please let me know. I'm wishing you a great day. Bye bye.